TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Evan Roberts. Tiki Barber. It's Evan and Tiki on WFAN, The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Welcome to another day. We all woke up this morning. We're breathing. We're alive. And we're here to hang out with you for the next four and a half hours. Real quick, as a public service, Tiki and I and Sean and Lugie, we all sat in my office. And we listened to Aaron Rodgers for 45 minutes on Pat McAfee. And even I was confused. So I've got nothing to add. I guess him and Jimmy don't like each other. Whatever. Nothing's changed. So I'm done. I'm done. I spent the entire year as an Aaron Rodgers ologist listening to everything this man had to say. And today, after 45 minutes of just a lot of words mixed into a salad, I put my hands up. I looked at Tiki and said, I'm done. Can Co-sign. We, can we move on? Co-sign. So now, we Giants. We have nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got nothing. Even I was confused. Now, Giant fans, last night, I know what you did. You sat there on a beautiful Monday night. And you watched a college football game that you only cared about because you were doing <laughs> scouting work. There were some Michigan fans in the audience. Sure. Oh, yeah. There's a few Michigan fans. There's a few betters out there. But you analyzed Michael Penix Jr. And you probably came away unimpressed. Mm. I'm here to tell you that one national championship game isn't the end-all, be-all for a kid in the draft. But here's what I am here to tell you on January 9th, the first real day of the NFL offseason. All of you Giant fans, and I will partake in this as well, We got a decision to make, and that decision is what the hell are we doing at quarterback? And, Tiki, I think there are three kind of boxes you could go to as a Giant fan. Nothing is one of them? I'll tell you why nothing is not one of them. Okay, go ahead. Because Joe Shane, as he awkwardly flipped with his phone while Brian Dayball was talking about Wink Martindale yesterday, still being the defensive coordinator, Joe Shane's been honest that they're adding a quarterback. They're going to add a quarterback. He didn't say how. He didn't say where. He didn't say whom. But he said numerous times they will add a quarterback. So I disagree with the none. Yeah. That's not an option. Well, it can't be when you think about it because they signed Tarod Taylor to a big, not a big deal, but it was a pretty big backup deal before Daniel Jones was paid. Mm-hmm. Now that Daniel Jones is paid, you can't sign Tyrod Taylor to a bigger deal, which is probably going to be on task because he is one of the better backups in the NFL. Well, but here's the interesting thing. So they could re-sign Terod Taylor? They could. They could a lot more money to the quarterback room because Daniel Jones may not be ready for the start of the season. Mm-hmm. And that has been made clear by Joe Shane. So to me, there are three ways this team can go. And what I find fascinating, I'm going to write it down, is I think our views on January 9th may turn out to be very different than our views on March 9th. 
I think as the combine occurs and free agency starts and coaches are hired, we're all going to evolve in what we think. But on the first day of the real NFL offseason, I'll let you know where I think and we'll all figure out where everybody thinks. But option number one is to add a veteran free agent. And that could be Terod Taylor. Mm -hmm. That could be Ryan Tannehill. That could be Marcus Mariota. That could be Sam Darnold. That could be Jameis Winston. That could be Drew Locke. That could even be Baker Mayfield, who's or, a free agent. Yeah, Gardner Minshew. Could be Gardner Minshew. It won't be Kirk Cousins, but it could be. It could be Joe Flacco. It could be Joshua Dobbs. All those guys I mentioned are free agents. And it is possible, even if that's not what you want, Sean, or what you want, Tiki, it is possible that when Joe Shane says we're adding a quarterback, he goes into the basket of veteran quarterbacks. That's on the table. Yes, it is. I just don't. I guess I like some of those names, but I think a lot of those guys played this year, mm -hmm. and a lot of those guys think they want to be in positions where they can start. They can win the starting job. Now, would they be given the starting job if Daniel Jones is not healthy? Sure. But are they actually winning it from Daniel Jones? I don't think so. Well, they could win it in this situation. Daniel's not ready until five weeks into the season, and they start the year 4-0. <laughs> if yeah. you sign, hypothetically, let's yeah. say Joshua Dobbs, and they start 4-0, trust me, on this radio station, nobody's going to say, go back to Daniel Jones. Yeah. So it is an opportunity for a veteran if that's know. the route you're saying. I don't, I don't I don't agree with that. I think mean, I would be pining to see Daniel Jones. Are you serious? Unless J Joshua Dobbs was Pro Bowl caliber and for for four weeks, and I don't know if that's going to be the case. But what I I say that for a reason because I think I look at a guy like Baker who has bounced around. I mean, he's been on three teams in the last year and a month or so, right? Because he was two teams last year and and then. At the end of the year, because he went to L.A. and mm -hmm. he yeah, started Carolina, in Carolina, and then he spent the whole season with Tampa. He doesn't want to be bouncing around for the last you know quarter of his career, and so I think a lot of those options aren't going to feel ideal to the free agents. Like the Giants aren't going to feel like the ideal landing spot to those free agents because there's not really a guarantee for them. And these guys are looking for guarantees. Like Ryan Tannehill thinks he can still play. Is he getting a guarantee, though? You say I, that's I, what they're looking know. for. Where the hell is he getting that I, from? I don't, I don't know. But I think we found circumstances this year in the NFL where quarterbacking was so all over the place that it feels wide open. And, like, could you go to Oakland despite Aiden O'Connell being there and beat out Aiden O'Connell for the starting job? The answer is probably yes. Yeah, but if you come to the New York Giants, if this is the route Joe Shane takes, why I disagree that a veteran would find it intriguing is that you've got an open chance to be the week one starter if Jones isn't healthy enough. Yeah, but are you that's are you table. going to get a week three or four chance to continue to be the starter if, you, if Daniel Jones gets what, healthy? Tiki, while I disagree with Evan's premise that this is option number one. No, no, no I'm not ranking the options. Okay. I'm giving you the three different okay. options. Yes. What I will say is there is a certain model where a veteran could look at this and Daniel Jones as the perfect route to be, hey, I saw what Geno Smith did. Even if I have to sit back for a year, I'm not convinced that either Daniel Jones is going to continue to remain healthy when he comes back or be that the Giants wouldn't get rid of him if I showed enough anyway. There is that who could be the next Geno Smith route? Well, and also, if you're a veteran quarterback, either you're signed to back somebody up, and if you're backing up, let's say, Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson, you're rooting for an injury to get your opportunity. But you're not really rooting for an injury. But you're not really rooting for an injury, but that's the only way you're getting right. an opportunity. The other time you get a job is when a team drafts a young quarterback and you bring the veteran in to be a caretaker, which usually lasts three, four weeks, essentially. <laughs> Ask Terod Taylor. In this case, if this is the route Joe Shane goes, and let me make this clear. This ain't the route I'm going. I'll tell you the route I'm going in a few seconds. Mm -hmm. If you go this route, you have a better opportunity to play. Yeah, you do as a backup quarterback, but it's still – I just think the particular guys that I would want, 
right? And and I'm talking about like a Baker who had a good season or Tannehill or even Joe Flacco. Like Joe Flacco's not just accepting being the backup to Deshaun Watson in Cleveland next year. He's a free agent, obviously, because right. he only was on a short-term deal. In fact, he was on the practice squad for five of those weeks. He was in elevation until they couldn't elevate him anymore, and they signed him to the active roster, and he's driving him into the postseason. So, But he's not going to think, if he's if he even plays next year, yeah, I'm just a backup. He's going to think he can still play. No doubt. And, and so I think there are, there are a lot of those guys, and those are the guys that I would want. Right. If Daniel Jones isn't available, I just don't think they're going to look at the Giants as the ideal landing the, spot for them. Because they, in theory, they can start, but in actuality, it's still Daniel Jones' job. The other veteran free agent who's not a free agent yet, but will be a free agent that I should bring up because he's in that pile of Group A mm-hmm. if you go the veteran route, is a fellow by the name of Russell Wilson <laughs> because he will be available. But I don't think anyone wants to partake in that. Mm. Option number two is you're picking sixth in the first round. You also have numerous second-round picks, picking 47th and 70th. You could simply stay where you are and draft a quarterback, whether it's sixth overall, which may be the third or fourth quarterback taken, or you wait and you make a quarterback pick in the second round. That is the likeliest option. And then the third option, and this is what I endorse, this is what I would do, is I go for the gusto. Which is? I trade for the number one overall pick. If you believe... And you do. I happen to not. I think the Chicago Bears are going to use the number one overall pick to draft Caleb Williams or Drake May. But if you believe they're not. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And they have their answer in Justin Fields. Then the Chicago Bears and Ryan Poles are going to have an auction for that pick. And the New York Giants, if you look at the picks they have and the value of their picks have the fifth best collection of draft picks in the National Football League. And that's thanks to Joe Shane, who made a wonderful trade in trading Leonard Williams for a second-round pick. And it also has a little bit to do with the Giants sucking. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) They are equipped, and it's expensive. The Bears know because they just got this. This is how they have the first overall pick. The New York Giants could be equipped to make that jump. 
And whether you like Caleb Williams or not, or it's Drake May, the reason I would want to do that is if I'm sitting at six or if I'm making a pick in the second round, I'm not getting the top quarterback available. I'm not getting the second best quarterback available. And there's a high likelihood, Tiki, you're not getting the third best quarterback available. No, you're drafting the quarterback who is the project. The guy who will be competing with Tommy DeVito for the backup job, maybe the starting job until Daniel Jones is ready. You're right about that. Right, the Giants have picks that they can trade up to get all the way up. Six pick off the thirty fifth, fifty eighth, and then seventieth or sixty ninth. So they have the picks to possibly go there, and obviously it would take a future first rounder as well. I'm sure, but the question is, do you want to? And if I'm the Giants, I still feel like there are so many holes to fill with all of the free agents that they have. It's a third of the team is free agents. You still need depth and really starting offensive linemen, I, I I think going all in for the quarterback right now, when you got one on the roster who signed to a four-year deal or three years left on his deal, even though he's injured right now, just doesn't make sense. You know why it makes sense, Tiki? I'll why? tell you why. It's because I have more confidence in the Giants than you do. And here's why. Do you think the New York Giants are picking in the top ten next year? I hope the hell not. You hope not. <laughs> and by the way, if they are, guess who's gone? Yes. Guess who's gone? They're They're all gone. Yeah, they're not going to have time to fill those other holes you're talking about. So I look at it this way, even though I've turned out to be very wrong about this. (laughs) This is why yesterday, this is why I said that Joe Shane is lobbying. Like, (laughs) I kick the can down the road. Let me kick this another year. Because you're right. You're absolutely right. If they don't achieve next year, in theory, they could be gone. But I think there is an argument that this needs another year because of the Daniel Jones injury. But when when Saquon Barkley was selected, and I'm telling you, this is the most talked-about draft pick in the history of sports talk radio, the giant decision to draft Saquon Barkley. But when they made that pick, a part of my rationale for why it was a mistake and why they needed to draft a quarterback was how often do you pick this high? How often are you in this position to select this high? And the answer and the hope is, well, not often. If we're a functional organization, we're not picking in the top five routinely. So if the New York Giants next year have an improved defense with Wink Martindale gone, and they have a functioning well, offense. Well, with not Dan- officially gone yet. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, no. If the Giants are competent, you're not picking sixth. You're picking 15th. You're picking 18th. Dare I say, you're picking even later in the first round. So... This is a rare occurrence for Joe Shane and Brian Dayball picking six. So the question I love to ask, Clint Capella was the one who framed it, is what are you going to do about it? Mm. Picking six with an extra second-round pick in a draft that looks like it's very top-two heavy. Though Jaden Daniels looks great, so you want to tell me it's top-three heavy? Fine. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to sit by the sidelines and have the top quarterbacks go away and have to draft, as you framed it, a project? And then if you're competent, you're never picking top six again, or are you going to have the balls to go for it? And the New York Giants are set up with the, the ammunition to go for it. And that's why, here's my endorsement at 213 on January 9th, mm. go for it. You cannot go for it. Why? You can't. Because you just don't know on these quarterbacks. You don't. You never know, though. I know you don't ever know, but there's just... So you're going to draft a quarterback. Now you're laden with two with two quarterbacks who are making pretty good money because the first-round pick is going to have a pretty good salary as well, even though it doesn't really matter because it's spread out. But Daniel Jones is still here, and you you obviously want to justify that deal. So you're going to give him every opportunity 
to win the starting job. Everyone. Right? Like, if Daniel Jones is healthy, he looks good, he's playing the part well, you absolutely are going to give him the chance to win that job. So in theory, you could draft a guy, number one, because you moved all the way up there, and then it's a waste, right? How's Especially, it a waste? Because you're not because Daniel Jones is playing. They don't have to. Oh. Uh, I, why not? If Daniel Jones is healthy uh. and ready to go, why would you not because want that you, to be the I, I'll tell you why. To be I, the answer for you. I'll tell you why. And I like Daniel Jones, and I've made clear what I think he is. I think he's a middle of the pack quarterback in this league. Because you happen to be in a scenario where you could draft the best quarterback available. A guy who has a chance to be a franchise quarterback. Well, okay. The so best you change your plan. Okay. The best quarterback available this year. Yeah. Doesn't mean that he's gonna be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I think that's 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 probably my hang up. I, I, I like Drake May. Caleb Williams, I have question marks on. Daniels, I mean, they didn't have a ton of success at LSU. I know he won the Heisman Trophy and he was amazing, but I, there's question marks there for me. The, all the other guys are second rounders and maybe even third rounders. With Penix last night getting, and I thought he got hurt again. It was like, oh, dude, this guy stepped on his ankle and broke his ankle or whatever it was. He actually came back and played, but he was fine. But it, it just made me remember all of the injury concerns that you have about him. Bo Nix, I have no idea, and so I don't, I don't love the option. So yes, what your statement is correct. The best quarterback in this draft. But is that the best quarterback for the New York Giants going forward? That's what I don't have a, a, a grasp on. And, and in addition to what you see on the field, you just got to love the kid. And we don't know yet. Maybe Joe Shane knows, but I don't know if so I love any of So what do you want to do? You want to draft a project in the second round? Is I'd that what you're endorsing on January draft, To compete, I'd rather draft the project in the second round and give Tommy DeVito this project and Daniel Jones, hopefully health, health-wise, a, a competition in the preseason and hope that Daniel Jones figures it out. Oh, that plan makes me want to vomit as a Giant fan. It makes me want to vomit. Tiki, I respect your pit, but let's just be real about something. When it comes a year from now, if the Giants follow your plan, you know you, me, are we not going to have a ton of questions about whoever next year's quarterbacks are, too? Like, we can't just assume that the perfect guy is going to be out there. Because, by the way, if the perfect guy is out there, they're eventually going to go number one overall. And then no matter what, at some point, the Giants are trading up. Because if the Giants are ever picking number one overall on their own, Joe Shane and Brian Dable are not going to be the ones right, making new, that pick. It's a new staff. It's, it's a, a new, new staff. Joe Shane has traveled the country this year specifically at all of these quarterbacks. So, of course, is he going to trade up? If he doesn't like any of these guys, you say, no, he no. wouldn't do that. My hope is that he does love one of them. He does follow Evan's plan because ultimately you're, you're hey, if Daniel Jones is healthy, sure. That sounds great. I, I'm as big a Daniel Jones defender as anybody. The truth is, and we sat through it, two neck injuries in three years. How do you trust, even if you fix the O-line, that in week two next year he doesn't take a funny hit to the neck and we're sitting there going, oh, my God, it's DeVito and Jacoby Brissett time, and then again you're kicking the can down the road. Unfortunately for Daniel Jones, it's not even about play at this point. He might be one hit away on the neck from being gone, and next year you have a defined out that they put in that contract, so you might as well get the guy in flux here. And you could go through the last 20 years of Giants picks. By the way, this spring will be 20 years since the Eli Manning decision. 20 years. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> 20 the, years. The best first rounder in the last 20 years that the Giants came upon is Eli Manning. So yeah. All the talk about corner and wide receiver and all of the and offensive line, the Giants have failed miserably at some of those positions. Yeah, but that was a completely different regime. I think the scouting okay. was very different. Don't forget Joe Shane also over, remade the scouting department. This here. regime also took but, Evan Neal. Yeah, so, yeah, I hear you. But here's the here's the other thing. 
like we're talking about the draft pick now. I think that the NFL is at a point where you don't necessarily have to be a first round star in the making quarterback in order to to win. It just it 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 feels like it's increasingly moving away from that. Yeah, there are teams like Baltimore, like Kansas City, and I, I guess Miami falls into this category I mean, as well. Every but, team but San Francisco has a guy like that who's going to be considered a Super Bowl. Yeah, but there's also guys that aren't. Like the Cleveland Browns, you can't tell me they're not a Super Bowl contender, right? I know it doesn't feel like it, but with the skill position players that they have on offense, the defense, which is one of the best in football, and Joe Flacco, who's got experience. Now he's a free agent, picked up off the street in week whatever it was, 12. He still, like, he can take them to the Super Bowl and maybe even win it. Five of the seven teams in the AFC are quarterbacked by premium first-round draft picks. Oh, uh, great. I'm just I, saying. I agree. but they're, saying. But it's harder to okay, beat the But their teams are also well-constructed. The Giants team is not well constructed right now. I I can't say this enough. There are thirty free agents. Yeah, I got that. Thirty. Yeah, that's that's more than half the roster. And now you're going to waste a pick on a quarterback in the first well, round. Waste. I mean, that's a word to use. Waste. If you hit and you scout right, you just accelerated the whole process. Sadly, and this is an indictment on the league. This is an indictment on Joe Shane. You don't have four or five years to build a, a roster like the Browns or the Forty ers and again, I know that you can tell me this is the outlier. A year ago, the Texans were at the depths of hell. They're in the postseason because they scouted properly, got the guy they wanted in C.J. Stroud, even if they want a Bryce show, who knows. Mm. But they hit on it. Everybody keeps worrying about what if you miss. They hit on it, right. and they're a division champion. Great. I, lo- I love that. I love it, Sean. Fantastic. The Houston Texans picked the right coach. They drafted the right quarterback. The exact same situation. Carolina Panthers. They picked the wrong coach, and they had a higher pick and drafted the wrong quarterback. So, But we already got the right coach. We already checked one box. I, I agreed, but you're putting all this on the quarterback. Like I, I think we're overemphasizing the quarterback right now because what we've seen this year is it, it doesn't necessarily take a star first-round quarterback in order to be a Super Bowl viable candidate, a team. You don't have to be. right? There are other ways around it nowadays. And with all of the free agent movement at quarterback – like I, you almost, there are so many other ways to 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 skin the cat. It's just different now than, it, than well, it ever has been. Here's what we know: we know that Joe Shane wants to add a quarterback, and he will. And to me, there are three ways you can do it: free agency with a veteran, drafting where you're drafting, or having balls <laughs> and trading up for that number one overall pick. We'll talk about what the cost of that pick would be, plus your reaction as Giant fans and what you want to do. I find this fascinating. I'm writing it down. Today's January 9th. It's the first real day of the NFL offseason. We've got coaching changes galore, the Mike Vrabel story. And I'm curious if Sean's belief as a Giant fan, my belief as an IFO, an independent football observer, <laughs> and your belief as a Giant legend is going to evolve over the next three months as oh, we get I'm closer. Sure it will. I'm sure it will, too. <laughs> That's why I'm writing it down. So I have record. We'll get to your calls coming up. We'll get to the Jets a little bit later on and a lot of other football stuff going on, including the coaching carousel getting crazy right now in the National Football League. Plus, I do want to tell everybody, we are very excited about this. This Thursday, our show will be exclusively on AM for the first few hours of the show. So beginning at 2 o'clock, if you want to listen to us, it's on 660. Now, you may say that's weird. You may say, why the hell is that happening? Well, it's happening because the Brooklyn Nets are playing a game in Paris against the Cavs. They will be on FM. We will be on AM. And we are honoring this rare occurrence by having 
a day I'm looking forward to, I know you're looking forward to. A very special throwback Thursday. A throwback Thursday, 660 old jingles, legendary hosts, and a lot of surprises. So Thursday on the fan, 2 o'clock, 660. It's like the old days. It's like you're in the car with your parents, and you're listening to Imus in the Morning, or Boomer and Carton, or Mike and the Mad Dog, or Shit Rosenberg, or whoever the hell. Took what? you long enough to pull that, Loogie. <laughs> <laughs> I had a 10-second one that I'm going to play on Thursday, so I had to shorten it a little bit. Thursday, all the bells, all the whistles, 660. Now, we'll still be on the Odyssey app, so if that's how you consume this radio station, no big deal. But if you consume us the traditional way on radio, 660 a.m., Thursday, 2 o'clock. There are three ways Joe Shane's going to add a quarterback. Free agency, drafting where he's at, they're showing balls and trading up. And I have to tell you, man, I don't think the free agent edition I would completely rule out. Because if Joe Shane still believes in Daniel Jones and wants Daniel Jones to be the starting quarterback, mm-hmm. when you draft someone, whether it's in the first round or the second round, you're inevitably drafting them to replace who your starting quarterback is. I think a good example I'd bring up right now is what happened in Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts. Now, it wasn't immediate. But eventually, when you draft someone in the second round, is where Jalen was drafted, inevitably that guy's going to get a chance to play. So if you draft a quarterback, whether it's sixth overall, first overall, or early in the second round, unless your name is Christian Hackenberg, you're going to get a chance to play, and you're planning to replace whoever your starting quarterback is. If Joe Shane goes the route of, and I'm not trying to tickle your fancies and get everybody excited. I know a lot of people wouldn't be excited about this. But if you go the route of Jacoby Brissett or Marcus Mariota or Terod Taylor coming back or Jameis Winston or Drew Locke or Gardner Minshew, that is a sign that they believe in Daniel Jones for the long haul. Yeah. Because that guy, while he may get a chance to play early on, and I do disagree, steal the job away if he's amazing, you're making that decision with an eye on Daniel's my guy. Well, I think I think this if they don't go draft-wise, to your, to your point, draft uh, route, and they go free agent. It's got to be one of these, and there are a lot of them, sub 30 year old free agents. So it's a guy who has had some level of success in the NFL, has spent a good amount of time playing, maybe not being the you know confirmed starter, but at least is someone you can build with, along with you know hoping Daniel Jones stays healthy. And if that guy is not the the guy, at least you have a. You, at least you've put yourself in a position to have a, a quality young backup, not some guy who's just going to come in for you know a three or four games and really not be useless like a Brian Hoyer, right? You don't want that kind of veteran backup. You want the guy who is young enough that if Daniel Jones is compromised health wise, you can actually ride with him and then make a quarterback decision, as opposed to being stuck with an older player or someone who you have no intention of keeping. Let's kick it off with Anthony on Long Island. What's up, Anthony? Hey, what's up, gentlemen? What's up? Good. Uh, first, U of M. The Kings are on top again. There you go. Um, next next point is, so I want to go, if you guys give me just a couple of minutes, not minutes, but like a couple of seconds to just explain where I'm going. I think that the NFL right now is about skill position players. If you go look at all the big teams, they all have – an amazing wide receiver, or maybe two, uh, a good tight end, a good quarterback. 
So I, I just think that the way the Giants should go, I'm not saying it's the way they're going to go, is they're probably going to draft the best offensive lineman with their first pick, and then they'll probably draft someone like Bo Nix, sit Bo Nix behind Daniel Jones. For what, even if Daniel Jones can't play the full year, because let's say he gets hurt again or whatever, the kid Nix, he's pretty savvy and he's got moxie. And I just think... I just think they have too many holes to fill. Yeah, and yeah, that's, and my, only, that's the, my stance. And, and there's just Anthony. There's too many holes. Yeah, and the only other thing that I would even think about not trading up because I'll be honest with you, Caleb Williams to me, uh, maybe it's society nowadays. I'm 43 years old. Like he seems really soft. I'm just you know that's just me. <laughs> well, Tiki, do you think Caleb Williams is soft? I don't know Caleb Williams enough, and I haven't watched him play enough to know if he's soft or not. But he is. He gets moody. I know he didn't talk to the media, <laughs> and if you're a quarterback and you don't want to talk to the media, you got a problem, dude. Yeah, especially in this town, man. Right? That's just that's your that's that's is your responsibility. In this town, well, it doesn't even matter, Jets or Giants. You are gonna get all the good of playing in New York, yes. which means one good game, you're a king. And when you suck, you get hammered. You know what's interesting? What he just said, Anthony, about the skill position players. I would agree with him in the NFC. Like, the top teams in the NFC, it's skill position players. Hmm. I mean, I guess the quarterbacks are good as, as well. Like, Dak is good, and, and you know, Brock Purdy, he's good. But you look at Dallas. Like, they're thriving because CeeDee Lamb has turned into a, a superstar. Right? You look at San Francisco. We all know they're, they're Chris McCaffrey and, and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. And Tampa, who won the division, it's Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Kate Otten, the tight end. And Detroit, it's the two running backs. Like, and, and Amon Ross St. Brown, it's... It, in the NFC, it does feel like the skill position players are, you know, greater than than the quarterback. But in the AFC, it's completely quarterback driven, mm. right? I think of Buffalo and Kansas City. I mean, that's the reason that Kansas City feels like they're faltering because they don't have enough of these elite skill position players. Other than Travis Kelsey, he's thirty four years old. But Baltimore, I mean, I know Odell's there, and there's some good like names, but it's really it's Lamar. It's and the same thing could be said for Houston. C.J. Stroud. I know Nico Collins had a huge day the other day, but right, it's just it feels like it's the quarterbacks in the AFC and the skill guys in the NFC. It's an interesting way to like compare the two conferences. I don't know. If, I mean, that's not intentional, obviously. That's just circumstantial. But he makes an interesting point. I think he's half right. Yeah, I I also agree they have a lot of holes, but the most important hole to fill in the NFL is quarterback. I don't think there's any debate. Like that's not to say that well, that solves every other issue, but you don't. But it's need, the most important hole to fill. But you don't need an elite one, and I know that's 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 contrary to what Super Bowl champions have been over the last few years, because it's basically Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady. But you do need an elite one, though. You do. You do. You do. Picking the rare Look, exceptions history, and the Niners history, are is not the best example. History has told us this. Because I, I, I'm the first one to throw out the number. It's like 76%, and it's probably higher now because of Mahomes and Brady winning the last few. It's it's close to 80% of Super Bowl-winning teams have a quarterback that is a Hall of Famer. Exactly. Or is going to be a Hall of Famer. Yes. But when you watch regular season football, I, it, I don't feel like that's necessary. Well, it's not necessary to win games. It's necessary to win championships. And what the hell are we doing here? Are we right. here to win games? Are we here to win championships? Well, right now, if you're the Giants... Obviously, the goal is to get to a championship, but I think like the step, which is maybe more important because you can't look at the goal without taking the first steps, is you just need the competency. You need to win, and the Giants haven't had that. 
consistently enough at quarterback. Can I give you Exhibit A? Exhibit A is the New York Jets. They have a really good roster. Obviously, they have holes. We've discussed it in the offensive line. But they had that roster that made you say, ooh, they're not that far away. Just go get a quarterback. Go just get a quarterback. It's not easy. Yeah. That's not easy. No, it's not easy at all. So if you have a chance but I to get it, the right one, go get the right one. I actually feel like it is getting easier to get a guy who can win games. No. Maybe not a, guy who, can, not a guy who can win. Oh, that's your fault. That's your GM's fault. <laughs> yes, like is. Not a guy who's going to win championships because they're not Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? But the guy who can go win games, I feel like those guys are available. By the way, the Giants have won in Jones. They won nine games last year. Yes. If he stays healthy, think about it. They lost the Bills, Jets, and Rams by the last play of the game. They win all three like they did a year ago. They win nine games again. So the problem is we can talk about the roster being so far away. And, yeah, are they far away from being the Niners in terms of elite? Yes. But when you think about these other playoff teams, the Giants are close to being, again, the Rams, the yeah. you know, even the Lions, all right. these teams. Get the quarterback. If you get the quarterback elite, they will catapult themselves. And by the way, that quarterback could be a healthy Daniel Jones, as we saw a year ago. So then don't draft draft any quarterback. Go to uh, Group A, like I mentioned, and just sign the veteran backup. If that's what you want, if that's what you believe in, hey, Daniel's the guy anyway, what the hell are we doing? Then sign Jacoby Brissett or bring back to Rod Taylor, fill all your holes, and run it back with DJ and the crew. There you go. There you go. It's problem solved, DJ. Right. And, and then it, you're a divisional it, round loser. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you're in the divisional round. Right? I'd rather take a okay, swing so hold at a on. championship. Right now, sign up for this. If you're a Giant fan, get into the divisional round. That means you've gotten through the, the wild card. Because I doubt you're winning. I mean, could you? No, you're not getting a number one seed. You're not winning the number one seed. It's probably going to be San Francisco again or whoever. Right? But you win a wild card round, and you're in the divisional playoffs. Are you signing up for that right now? For next year? For next year. Are you signing up to be in the divisional so, playoff sure, right now? Sure, of course anybody would do that. But there is a but to that, Tiki. Which is? If that's your ceiling, then you're further away from being able to take a quarterback than you are a year ago. Yeah. Or a year from now. <laughs> but also, let me answer your question about signing up for things. Right now, if you ask a Giant or Jet fan, would you sign up for the divisional round? Of yeah. course the answer is well, yes. I said that because he but, threw it out there like, oh, are you going to lose in a divisional well, round? I was like, okay, dude, if we're in the divisional round, I'm happy. Yeah, but wait, <laughs> I didn't finish my thought. Go yes, ahead. I signed for that today. You're right. Until we lose in the divisional <laughs> round, and then I say I need more. Like when the Jets were in back-to-back title games, that was. But if that you're sounds the, amazing now, it wasn't you, amazing then. Okay, but if you're in the divisional round, in the divisional round, you're likely not like bad at quarterback, you know what I mean? So right, you're you, not elite, but you're probably not elite, but you're not bad at quarterback. Yeah, but are you looking to not be bad, or you're looking to win it all? Sounds like you're looking to be not bad, and you're looking to win it all. If yeah. I'm being the judge here, and by I you, I mean you don't want to be bad, Tiki, which I understand. Coming off a six win season, mm-hmm. give me ten wins in the division around fine, and Sean's thinking big. He's thinking I got to win a title. And I understand how hard that is, but I just want to know I'm going to have the guy at the most important position that gives me the ability to win it all, knowing that, of course, I'm not going to win it all every year. Let's go to Sonny and Malvern. Hey, Sonny. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, Good. man. How are you? Good. Tiki, thinking about, um, you know, best quarterbacks and statistics and all that, the quarterback who wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. If you look at Championship Sunday, right, the last two games of the year before the Super Bowl, the four best teams that are still standing, 90% of the time, those teams have the best quarterbacks in the league yep. or and or they have one quarterback out of the four that's a good quarterback that had a great year. I think Daniel Jones is a good quarterback, capable, okay, of staying healthy, good offensive line. They gotta get a top receiver though, of having a great year. Yeah. So with that being I agree. Said, 
So with that being said, I think that's the Giants' plan, which I have no problem with. Another plan is, if you listen to Kirk Cousins, and I don't know if it's true or not, on Good Morning America this morning, I heard him say money is not an issue. He wants to be, you know, a champion. Yeah. And if you ever watch QB1 on Netflix, he is the type of guy that you want in your organization. He bleeds football yeah. on and off the field Agreed. with a point where he spends his own money on getting better. So that's another route they could go. I would get rid of DeVito and Taylor, and, and I would go with the Giants route, I guess, of keeping Jones one more year and seeing if he can have a great the, but, year. But wait, the complication, yeah. and I love Kirk Cousins too, by the way. I think he's grown on me as years have gone Agreed. on. And, and I even, don't think Minnesota is letting him go. There's not a chance Minnesota is going to not re-sign him. The more you think about it, why would they? You yeah. let him go, and then and then what? <laughs> okay, you let Kirk Cousins you go. You don't have that op- another good option. Right, you basically you are going to have to go draft one and hope that guy's half and, as good as Kirk Cousins. And the kid they drafted from BYU in the fourth round is not very good. Well, usually when you draft a guy in the fourth round, your expectation yeah. is he's not going to replace yeah, your quarterback. But, but to the Giants, I don't know financially how Kirk Cousins coming here makes any sense. Because with those other veterans no, I, I mentioned... It doesn't. It's more of a, hey, this guy can play till Daniel Jones is ready kind of role. Kirk Cousins is well above Jacoby Brissett and Terod Taylor and even Ryan Tannehill and Sam Darnold and all those other guys. So I make, like Kirk, but I just don't see how that works. He's going to make high $30 million a year right? next year. And he's going to play. Yeah, and he should play because he's a good quarterback. He might not be, might not have won the games yet, but he's a good quarterback. But he's not leaving Minnesota. Let's go to Mike in Ramtown. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing, Tiki and Evan? Good, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? I uh, just want to say, Tiki, Evan, I love you, but I got to side with Tiki on this. If we're going with the New York Giants, mm-hmm. and they have, as you've said yourself, offensive line to fill, skill position players to fill, mm-hmm. quarterback to fill, you can't fill all those by trading away your draft picks for a uh, uh, prospective quarterback. That doesn't make you any sense. You can. When you have all those many holes well, to fill. You can if the guy you're drafting becomes Eli Manning. Then you <laughs> okay, can. Well, 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 well. But well, how often okay, does that happen? Okay, okay. That's fine. But that means next year, next year, with a rookie quarterback and no skill position players and no offensive line, that means a reset year. Well, yeah, it does, but look, here's the way I would phrase it. Take all the picks it would take to get to the number one overall pick, and all you've got to do is look at past trades of teams jumping from seven to number one or 14 yeah. to number one, and you know what it's going to cost the New York yeah, Giants. You're one, a two, maybe maybe two twos or three. And, and a future and one. A, and a future one. Okay, it's it's damn expensive. We all get it. It's going to cost you another first-round pick, multiple second-round picks. I get all that. And let's fill in those draft slots with all the players you want to draft. Some you hit on, some you don't. But they're all, you know, linemen, wide receivers, skill Mm -hmm. position guys. And add those up and compare it to the potential franchise quarterback. What are you taking? You're taking the franchise quarterback. It's not even a discussion. It's not even close. Now, you have to hit on the quarterback. And the problem right now with you, my friend, is you're afraid. (laughs) <laughs> You're afraid. No, no, that's what you are because you said it. Well, what if you don't draft the guy? Well, okay, you fail. Right. I, look, there's I, a risk involved. I know that, but the reward, dude, is so much higher. You have Eli Manning or name the fr- franchise quarterback you want to come up with. It's well worth what you gave up in draft capital. Would you agree with that? Yeah, of course. Then you but, do it. But it, it's just hard to know if it's actually going to hit. 
You, you don't just, know, but dude, you, you're you're afraid. Of course, you're scared because if I'm the Giants, the last thing you need is a miss, it, it, in a in a big move like that, a miss is turn like you're not you're not getting forgiven for missing, right? Different teams you can get forgiven. Yeah, different circumstances, different guys you you'll get forgiven for missing. This Giants circuit, they're not getting forgiven. And so they, it has to be right. Is that why you wouldn't make a trade because you're afraid of not being forgiven? I'm, that's not a good reason. Well, you're gone. But, you're gone <laughs> if you don't win anyway. Well, that's, here's the thing. If they miss this year and we find out in three years they're a bust, there's a good chance in three years, no matter what, you're going to feel the same way about this Jones deal or anything else. Like At some point, we oh, even if we like Daniel Jones, and I'm the guy that will scream and say I love him, He's a hit away. Like, the injuries are too much to ignore. Forget the play. They're going to have to make a call, and they're high enough up the board right now that it will cost you less in future years. Well, and also, you talk about, you know, losing your job and the risk of things. I want to use your buddy as an example. I want to use your guy, Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin was winning games for the New York Giants, right? They were in the playoffs in back-to-back seasons. You retired, yep. and you know where Tom Coughlin was? I could tell you first thing because I was right here at this radio station. His ass was on a really hot, hot seat. Yes, but he didn't need a quarterback. No, no, but my point is winning and getting to the playoffs sounds great right now. It's not enough. Got to win. Well, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. But I, I, I'm actually not even really talking about the coach. I'm not talking about Dave's. I'm talking about Joe Shane. Like These decisions that he has to make are... I, I, they're they're, they're going to alter the franchise. Yes. And so I agree. It's a powerful position to be in. And all I'm saying is you better be right. I Well, we agree with that. The question is, do you want to put all your chips on the table or you want to be conservative and draft a project in the second round? Because that's what you want to do. And guess what? You're facing the same risks. Because if you don't hit on that project and Daniel Jones is hurt, where are you? You're screwed. Yeah, but where, where do you have excess draft picks? Second round. Yeah. So, so like... If you take the guy, and again, I hate to I hate to do it because it's it's a game, but Michael Penix just didn't impress me yesterday. It didn't impress me last night, and all season long, I was I was intrigued by him. And then in Texas, he destroyed him. I mean, the first play of the game, or one of his first throws of the game, was like just bomb. Like God, this guy, this kid is accurate down the field, and he just did it over and over again. Last night, he looked. I don't know, look lost. And that's more evidence on why you have to be aggressive and trade for the number one overall pick. Because if you do that, you get your pick. And I know you don't love Caleb Williams, and I respect that. He's too tiny. That's Tiki's issue, right? Mm. He's too tiny. Well, he's also, I don't Small. know, he's mercurial. And it just it bothers you could, me. You could say he's a weirdo. <laughs> no, not that, because <laughs> I don't know him. But just, like, some of his responses to things, just, I don't know. So I, you like Drake May. And I, if you trade for the number one overall I like, pick. I like a guy who, who, who. Fits the profile, big, strong, doesn't have to like move out of the pocket mm-hmm. in order to see where he needs to throw the ball over the middle. Cause so much of the NFL is crossing routes and, you know, hitting these digs that are right, you know, right in the middle of the field. And if you can't see him, you're not going to throw him, right? So one size is another, but two, how you carry yourself, I think is so important. And there are, few, there are very few examples of guys who just came off as knuckleheads who were really good, like ambassadors and, CEOs of your football team. It just doesn't. It doesn't work. It doesn't it doesn't happen. And I think more so in this town. Absolutely, more in so town. in this town. It it takes a lot. And I know the Zach Wilson era is over. And I don't want to say any bad things about Zach Wilson anymore. So I'm not. I'm going to compliment him. I'm going to compliment him. Being a quarterback for the New York Jets, and I think the same applies for the Giants. In weird ways, it's maybe worse with the Giants because <laughs> there are even higher expectations. Yeah. You're following in the shadow of Eli Manning. 
With the Jets, you're following in the shadow, no offense, of a guy that hasn't quarterback in 50 years. Mm-hmm. Or 45 years, if we're being, you know, really uh, exact on it. And I thought Zach Wilson, for the most part, and have always great moments. He handled it well. Yeah, because it's not easy. I, you're not. You're not wrong about that. It was hard to be where he was, and you never felt like he. One time, maybe the whole Patriots thing a year ago. Yeah. Other than that, he answered the questions. He stood up. He took the heat, and just kind of you felt bad for him at times. But he handled it the See, right way. See, now I feel bad for him. You know why? Because I don't have to deal with him anymore. He's gone. <laughs> so I become a lot nicer. Right. He's not your problem any longer. <laughs> Zach Wilson's not good. <laughs> He's gone. I don't have to deal with him anymore. More of your calls on what the Giants should do today on January 9th. Obviously, as the weeks and months go by, you may completely flip-flop. I fully expect that Tiki Barber by March <laughs> is going to be all in on trading for the number one overall pick. More of your calls on that. Plus... Why Michigan winning last night was even more impressive than you realize. 877-337-6666. Evan and Tiki on the fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.